Styles at. Taking sport one word at a time. With Brittany Carter and Declan Byrne. Today's topic, a cricket fruit salad. We all know cricketers love a good feed. And who wouldn't be hungry when you're chasing leather around for six hours in the hot sun? There he goes again. That's huge. That's on the roof. A peach of a delivery. Blum LBW. Cherry on your bat. An absolute jaffa. These cricketers are ravenous. Hungry, hungry hippos. Well, hunger is the mother of impatience. Lisa, I want some more. So let's start with plum. And look, I don't want to get too dry, but a quick spelling lesson is crucial here. Good afternoon and welcome to the 2015 edition of the WCNY Post Standard Spelling Bee. I'm Bill Baker. The word is actually spelled P-L-U-M-B. The B on the end being silent. The extra B is for B-Y-O-B-B. What's that extra B for? That's a typo. Ah, so it's a fake fruit. A coffee table prop. Yep, forget the dinner table. It actually has more to do with the periodic table. There's hydrogen and helium, then lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, everything. Plum is used in the context of an LBW, a leg before wicket. This is a dismissal where the ball hits the batsman's pads, which cover their legs, in line with the wickets. And when it's an LBW, that's definitely going to hit the stumps. It's called plum. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Which is short for plum bump, the Latin term for lead, number 82 on the periodic table. Well, it should be obvious to even the most dim-witted individual who holds an advanced degree in hyperbolic topology. A lead weight on a piece of string is known as a plumb line. It's a tool that's used to determine whether something is perfectly straight. And so if you're working out if a ball will hit the stumps, the plumb line would show you that it's going straight. No questions asked, no DRS, plumb. In the plums. Okay, well how about a Jaffa? That is no fruit. Do you want to see some Jaffas bouncing down Bournemouth streets? I know what you're thinking, but those tiny orange and chocolate flavoured balls are named after a fruit, the Jaffa orange. The Jaffa orange got its name from the Israeli port it was first exported from, and it has no seeds and a thicker skin that's easier to peel off. Under the chin and peel upwards, nice and slow. Huge numbers of Jaffa oranges were exported to the UK in the mid to late 1800s, around the same time Test cricket was taking off. So this popular orange, with some resemblance in shape and colour to a cricket ball, was now the name for a spectacular delivery. It can be bowled by either a paceman or a spinner and quite often is so good that it doesn't get a wicket. Oh dear me, how did that miss? Next on the menu, probably the most common cricketing fruit here in Oz, a peach. It's the Australian version of the Jaffa, another unplayable ball that's often so good only luck will help you survive. Oh, that's another peach! Jaffa oranges never really took off in Australia, so in addition to coming up with a confectionery replacement, Aussie cricketers decided that another fruit was needed. Instead, the juicy Australian peach, a fruit that is ripe between October and April, peak cricket time, was chosen to describe a ball that makes commentators go... Oh! Richard Johnson's done it! And that's up in the air and taking 
Oh, he does it beautifully. Shane Warne's ball of the century was often referred to as a peach. So too Amanda Jade Wellington's wicket in the 2017 Women's Ashes Test. Oh, Amanda Jade Wellington has bowled an absolute peach. And Brittany, I'll let you put the final cherry on top of this cricketing fruit salad. Did you just... Yeah, sorry. You're not really sorry. Wow, what a cherry that was, Tubbs. The final fruit is a cherry, and this is a fairly simple one. If you've ever had a run-in with a cherry, you'll know that not even your mum's favourite best-selling book, Spotless, can save you from that stain. That stain has completely disappeared. Perfect. When Ebola sends down a 150-kilometre-hour missile made of red leather and a batsman hits it as hard as they can, you better believe that's going to stain. Sometimes the cherry is a great trophy as you look down and see it proudly staining the middle of your bat. But there's also the cruel cherry on the edge of the bat, a constant reminder of the nick behind to the opposition's chirpy keeper. That would have bowled him leg stump. Lastly, and it's not a cricketing term, but we couldn't leave without mentioning one of the highlights of the Big Bash, Watermelon Boy. A young kid was caught on camera at the Melbourne Derby eating a watermelon like it was a giant apple. No knife, no pre-cut slices, the boy was just gnawing into the skin and rinds and eating his way through to the red stuff. That's, I've never seen that before in my that life. That is unbelievable. Is he eating the skin? Yeah, he's eating the whole, he's eating the whole thing. With Tony Abbott's form in this area, maybe the kid is a future PM. Tony Abbott has talked about why he bit into a raw onion last week. Um, uh, you know, I enjoy onions. Yeah! Enjoying the stories behind sporting jargon? Subscribe for more episodes of How's That? Find us wherever you get your podcasts or hear it now on the ABC Listen app.